Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. Oh, thank you. Wow, thank you. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Are you ready for tonight's hour of power? That's right, baby. It's Monday, August 15th, and you're about to watch another all-new live Heffern and Reap show. What is Heffern and Reap? I mean, some of you might be new uh, to this podcast live show thingy. Well, okay, so I'm John Hefford. Well, no, no, I got that backwards. I'm John Reap. John Heffern's the other guy. And you take, see, and you take Heffern and Reap. Heff, uh, that's the name of the show. It's our last names together. But what is that? Uh, we're both winners of Last Comic Standing. We're journeymen. We're road dogs. And we're lovers of the 1980s. All right? And here's what you're going to get on this show no politics, no pandemics. No Putins, just pure pleasure and promo codes. Sometimes I see everybody hopping in here. Hello, Benny and Harper. And uh, oh, there's a, oh, yeah, we got a robot in here. We got Hamza calling me handsome. I know right out the gate that you're not a real person if you're calling me handsome, but I appreciate it, robot. <laughs> I think I've seen you on Westworld on HBO. Hello, Jeremy. And Colby, I see all your comments. We're going to try and get to those. Happy National Relaxation Day. Do you know that? Yeah, slow down. Unwind. Let's take some time to focus on ourselves and our in this moment together on Happy, happy National Relaxation Day. Actually, I think we've, we've been doing that for a very long time, ever since COVID. We need to get back to work. So I'm I'm against Happy National Relaxation Day. It's time to get your ass back to work, everybody. Hello, Virginia and Blake and Heidi Fox. Ho- hope you're all doing well. Um, Heffron is somewhere. Speaking of Relaxation Day, where's Heffron? I'm the only one over here busting my ass. Where's John Heffron? No, he's not relaxing. He's actually working. Like I said, we're road dogs. We're journeymen. He's out there. He's somewhere in Pennsylvania doing a corporate gig for Sheets. You know that gas station company that's everywhere called Sheets? So he's doing a big corporate gig for them. He may or may not try and call in, you know. I don't know. But don't worry about that. We do have a substitute. Possibly, maybe. Stick around to find out who it's going to be. Because we were with the substitute, Heffron Stand-In. We were trying to connect. We were doing some testing of equipment, and it's not looking good. So there's a chance that that person might not show up. But, yeah, it's Reno Collier. Cat's out of the bag. It was going to – hopefully it's Reno Collier. But we'll see here in a minute if we can get him in here or not. Uh, We're having some problems, technical difficulties. Um but I do see your comments today. What I was going to talk about is Capri Suns swallowing a bee and squirting people who cut through your yard with a water hose or a sprinkler. I'd like to know your thoughts on all those things. Um, yeah, look at this. I'm watching these the comment section, and it's funny because I feel like we've got an imposter up in here trying to uh, 
flirt with people. You know what I mean? Like a robot. Anyway. All right. So let me plug some tour dates real quick. My next gig is going to be August the 19th in Bristol, Tennessee at the Paramount with the one, the only Reno Collier. Um, Reno Collier. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be on this show here in a second, but we're going to do a show together this coming Friday. Tennessee, Bristol, Tennessee at the Paramount. After that, I'll be in Alpharetta, Georgia. That's right outside of Atlanta at the Green at Crab Apple Market. That's on the 20th. Then on the 26th and 27th, I'll be in Fort Worth, Texas at Hyenas. Gingers, get in free. Hello, Elliot and Andy. Let me give you so. Uh, so go to HeffernandReap.com for more tour dates, merchandise, and you can join our Patreon support page. And if you do that, we'll give you a shout out on the show like we're doing kind of now in the comment section. Uh, hello, Brenda Sachs, Steve Dean, Joey Ellis, Shane Flint, Bob Haynes, and Rick Sanford III. Um, and we have a new Apple podcast review. And the deal is if you write us a nice review on Apple podcast and you give us five stars, we'll read it on the show, give you a shout out. So I'm going to read this one right now. Uh, the title is, and they give us five stars. Number one then and number one now and still. This is by BTH75. BTH, Blind Torture Heel. That's nice. Uh, BTH75 on July 25th wrote, World Podcast Federation. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> World Podcast Federation doesn't lie about the ratings. Great couple of guys named John, no matter how you spell it. Enjoy listening and occasionally watching, but usually just listen. Either way, you won't be dissatisfied or disappointed as the guys always bring some entertainment and attention deficit as well. Side hustlers themselves with barbecue sauce, cutting boards, best-selling books. Give them a try and come back for seconds. Thank you, BTH75. Here's a toot of the air horn coming at you. All right. Um, also, got a cruise ship coming up. Well, that's next year, uh, November 5 through 11, 2023. Uh, it's called the Sea Amigos Cruise. And one of the reasons why it's called the Sea Amigos Cruise, uh, because there's three of us and we're going to Mexico. And it's kind of like the three amigos, but we're saying Sea Amigos. You know, John Hefford and me and Reno Collier. <clears throat> Let's see. Because I got a private chat text from the Alan Jackson, who's back, by the way. He's no longer sick. Um, so he's all healed up. And let's see if we can get our uh, substitute, our sit-in, our fill-in, our guest uh, for John Hefford, Mr. Reno Collier. Let's see what happens. Hopefully he's got the phone working, and the microphone working, the, the headset, the lighting. He looks great. Hello? Hey, Hello? buddy. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. Can you hear me? Is, is everything good? Yes, but I think we should communicate like we used to communicate on CB radios. Over. Over. Roger. Roger. All I heard was over, Roger. So I think how it starts is you go breaker, breaker. That clears the air, and then I talk, and then when I'm done, I say over, and then before you start, you say breaker, breaker. Then you say what you want to say. <laughs> when you're done, you have to say over, over. Breaker, breaker. I like the Capri Sun. Over. 
Oh, that breaker, breaker, that totally worked. And I, I heard everything you said that time over. I tried to relax, try not to throw my phone out the effing window because I can't figure out. Did he say over? Over. Oh, okay. I read, I, <laughs> I read your lips over, that time. damn it. So, Breaker Breaker, that is an actual thing that's happening. It's like we're CB radio. I'm seeing the comments. So I won't keep you too long, man. Um, I just, I'm really excited for our gig coming up in Bristol. And um, you and I have been doing this funny thing where we pretend that as we're promoting the show, we also pretend that the other person will do a strange thing or behavior at the end of the show. And um, what was the one that you just did for me? Is there a new one I haven't seen yet? Over. Yes. Um, I was perspiring profusely from uh, the monkey that, that you were involved with in whatever manner that started the pox. Pretty sure you and that monkey started polio. Over. <laughs> Hang on. <clears throat> breaker, breaker. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so I, what I said for uh, Reno was at the end of the show, come up at the meet and greet and give him a good firm handshake. He likes it when you squeeze his hand real hard. Uh, to show that you're a man because he is also a man, and he—you guys have a good manding bonding moment. Over, yeah. yeah. Uh, breaker, breaker. I also said that if someone came up to you and that you'd give them your shoes, I thought that was really <laughs> sweet of you. Over. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Over. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Breaker, breaker. I forgot about that one. Also. Uh, did you like the one where I said you would check people and remove skin tags over? <laughs> over. <laughs> okay. All right. Look, Reno, this is very breaker, frustrating. Breaker. Oh, you think it's frustrating on your end? You should sit here trying to yell at <laughs> Over. <laughs> Listen, here's the point. Everybody, the point is this. When you come to see Reap and Reno in Bristol, Tennessee, this coming Friday night, the microphones, we're going to be in the same building at the same time. The microphones will be working. There will be light focused on us. We are going to make the rafters shake and your biscuits bacon at the end of the show. Test us. Maybe we'll do one of those weird things. I'm not too crazy. I'm not too shy about, I'll give, I'll bring some shoes. 100%. I will bring a pair of shoes. So that's a real offer I'm going to make for the crowd tonight. Right now, I will bring you some shoes, and I will give someone some shoes. How you, what do you think? Breaker, breaker, play shoes. I will clip some skin tag, and that's that. Just so if anybody <laughs> has somebody that needs some skin tags taken off, and they need shoes, the same guy. Over. Boom. I love it, Reno Collier. Um, I'm just going to move on because it's really hard to communicate this way. And I know uh, it's frustrating for you as well. And I know you had you had somebody in there trying to help you earlier with uh, uh, with stuff. And it was, your microphone would work for a minute and then it wouldn't work. There's something going on uh, over there with technology. I don't know what's going on. I love you, dude. And I can't wait for Friday. I 
apologize. Technologically, I suck. The stupid freaking phone that was made by some. Uh, we don't talk, talk about any of that stuff. It's relaxation day. <laughs> oh, okay, Reno. I'll talk to you. Later. I'll give you a call. Love you, dude. Okay. I'll call you tomorrow. That's all right. The Alan Jackson. Let's get back. Uh, I'm going to read some of these comments over here. Uh, yeah, see, in the comments section, you guys are talking about it, too. It's hard to understand what's going on. That's the Wi-Fi. I don't know what is. Um, but hello, Shane Flint. He said, make sure your pocket knife is clean before before you remove skin tags. Will do. Um, yeah, but Reno is great. I think we are live on his channel right now. We were trying to do this, get it settled beforehand so that we would stream simultaneously to John Heffern's page and Reno's page and my page. So that's what we're trying to do. And I see some comments. Let me ask a technical question to uh, my producer, the Alan Jackson. Will I be seeing comments from Reno's page and Heffern's page, or will I only be seeing comments from my page? You will see them from all the pages. So, yes. Very good. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're watching this on John and Reno's page, you're like, who the hell is this guy? I'm a friend, okay? My name is John Reap. I'm a comedian, too, and I'm friends with these guys, and they were supposed to be on this show, but we're having technical issues. But that don't mean we can't have fun. Uh, I will read comments from you, you know? So I like to talk about Capri Suns, swallowing bees, and squirting people who walk on your... Oh, yeah. Imagine if you guys told jokes and made cakes, right, Jeremy? Uh, does your mom teach at Clyde Campbell? My mom does not know, but she could be asking about Reno's mom or John's mom. Hello from Hickory, Michael. Love seeing you guys with Larry the Cable Guy. What's up, Chris? Yeah, so tomorrow night I do another show called Country-ish, and that's just going to be on my page. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you were in Kentucky and you saw me with Larry the Cable Guy. I did talk about that. Swallowing bees nuts, Justin Henzey. All right, so let's move on a little bit. Did I tell you about the cruise ship? I really want you on it. And start saving money now so you can go on it. It's not till next year, November 2023, 5 through 11. Me, Reno, John Heffern. All right, we're going to uh, Port Canaveral, Coco Cay, Cozumel, Mexico, Roatan, Honduras, Costa Maya, Mexico. Go to johnreap.com for that. All right, let's read comments from last week. Yeah, uh, Oh, also, the Alan Jackson, let me know if you uh, – if you see uh, any sightings from John Heffern, because he did say he might pop in. John Heffern, if you're just joining us, is in Pennsylvania somewhere. And so maybe he'll pop in here. Maybe he won't if he can figure out how to do his equipment uh, on the road in a hotel room. We shall see. Jamie Lewis, I want you on that cruise ship. Go to johnreap.com. Click on cruise. I'm going to read some comments from last week. Bob Haynes last week. That's one of our Patreon supporters. We, we got to talk about uh, Transformers versus GoBots. You guys remember that crap? He said, no, GoBots was before Transformers, if I remember right. Different companies altogether. I, I had a foggy memory of these two cartoons coming out around the same time. And for whatever reason, Transformers took off more so than the GoBots. But I didn't forget about the GoBots. Um, 
They should make a comeback. What's up, Jeremy? All right, let's read another one. Laura Savage. She said, "My child, my childhood, sad face. We all had the gre. Oh yeah, we were talking about Olivia Newton John. She said uh, we all had the grease poster. Might I'm gonna read? Here's the th- here's the deal, guys. I know I'm all over the map. Bear with me. I'm gonna read the comments the way you wrote them, okay? Because I'm not trying to interpret what in case there's some hidden hidden meaning I don't know about. I'm trying to give you the real deal. All right, my childhood." Sad face. We all had the grease poster, dot, dot, dot. Might of his in my closet so JT didn't see me cry as a child when I got punished. Wow, I wish either Reno or John here were here to talk about this because I'm trying to think of what do you think they meant. The Alan Jackson, uh, I don't know if you're watching this, but what do you think they meant by JT? You know, did you see that? Justin I didn't see it, but I'm listening to your your reading of the comments, and I don't understand the JT yeah. reference. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't make – oh, some people are saying GoBots was worse than Transformers. Yeah, vaguely remember. Okay, I'm sorry, Alan. No, it's true. GoBots were worse than Transformers, for sure. John Travolta. Thank uh, you, Jer- Jamie Lewis. Of course it's John Travolta. We're talking about Greece. Yeah, that makes sense. <sighs> Why did we figure that out together, Alan? It's a bad day. It was almost too obvious. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why when I hear JT, Justin Timberlake pops in my mm-hmm. head. Obviously, it wasn't Justin Timberlake. All right. Well, thank you, Laura. She's live right now. Right. Thank you for the comment. I'm sorry for my stupidity, uh, but I appreciate you leaving the comment. All right. Heidi Fox. She's, she just wants to say glad – the Ellen Jackson is doing better. So how are oh. you feeling last week? You were at home. Now you're here. Are you feeling better? Yeah. I feel much better. Everything's back to normal. So, uh, thank yeah. you everybody saying nice things. So. Thank you for coming back. Hello, Flora Crow. She says, hi, John Reap. Love you. I love you too. Um, all right. So we were going to have Reno on here. Didn't work out. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Capri Suns, Alan. What do you remember about Capri Suns? Did you ever drink those? So I don't remember drinking them as a kid. I don't know if they were around quite yet. Were they? Yeah. I remember specifically probably mid-80s, the first time I saw one. I loved it because I thought, oh, anything different back then when you were a kid right. is like exciting. But you could rip off the straw, which was hard, mm-hmm. and it had a pointy edge, and you just stab it. Okay. All I right. remember liking that as a kid. See, I think I just remember having it for my kids when they were young mm. more now. So, But, yeah, I kind of forgot that they were around when we were kids too. Yeah. Yeah, it's – um. I guess – I wonder what the appeal of it was. Why – do we love stabbing this bag? Because so you much? get to stab something. <laughs> I mean, what other type of drink or food do you get to attack the packaging that it comes in in order yeah, to drink it? Right. You know? It kind of makes me. Uh, it's like, don't do they have those for adults with wine? No, they had juice boxes that that look wine juice boxes. I've seen. Yeah, those. I've seen the boxes. I haven't yeah. seen the pouches for wine. Yeah. And well, I think better- Sonia Collins on the comments is correct. She's saying you have to have an engineering degree to get that straw in properly. Yes, it's yeah. true. 
yeah, we've lost the many, many a good pouches and straws uh, because we can't quite jab that straw in there the right way. Yeah, and you've got to be like a surgeon. It's like you're playing that that game uh, where you didn't want an emergency room where you did operation operation. You got to mm-hmm. get it exactly in there, otherwise it could break the straw. Yeah, you could um, pierce the bag incorrectly and it spill everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. so you think it's a cool, clean thing, but. I don't know if it really is. I haven't had one in forever, but I just saw this headline today. Capri Sun rec- recalls thousands of pouches over cleaning solution contamination. So be careful if you are still drinking these Capri Suns. Kraft Heinz, that's the company who owns Capri Suns. Didn't know that. They're voluntarily recalling thousands of these pouches. Um, the company said it uh, a, a diluted cleaning solution used on food processing equipment <laughs> that doesn't sound great was inadvertently introduced into a production line at one of our factories leading to the recall of 6.6 fluid ounce wild cherry flavored pouch uh, with a best when used by date of June 25th so they're very specific on this certain Capri Sun um, they went on to say several uh, consumer complaints about the taste of the product included in the recall and is actively working with retail partners and distributors to remove potentially impacted product from circulation. Um, some people are already uh, saying, yeah, oh no. Oh yeah. So did you know this? Capri Sun. Now we've been drinking it since what? 1981. According to you, yes, we've been drinking it since we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's a German juice concentrate drink that has been distributed in the United States since 1981 with Kraft Heinz serving as a licensed partner uh, uh, for North America and Coca-Cola. So it's uh, it's not even an American com- company, man. This whole time I'm looking yeah. at thing thinking that's like a surfer. It's got to be somebody in California invented this thing, you know, somewhere uh, in Hawaii. Nope. German. Isn't that something? And they've partnered with, and it's Heinz, Kraft Heinz. So are we making mayonnaise, ketchup, or juice? I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm baffled. Oh, Reno's commenting. I'm so sorry I couldn't get connected. Uh, It's okay, Reno. We know you did your best. Tough call, buddy. But we're going to get you, we'll get it right. right. Y'all, I know you're watching this on Reno's page. Come see us Friday, Bristol, Tennessee. All right. Let's move on to the next thing. I mm-hmm. saw this. Um, <laughs> I saw this, uh, and it made me laugh. Have you ever got a bee or anything caught, like a bug just fly in your mouth? Yes. Yeah. Now. I don't remember when, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I have. It's yeah. all. It's happened to everybody. I mean, when we were shooting yeah. the Sundrop commercial, if you remember. Right. A bug flew in my mouth when I was on the ATV. I was fortunately enough able to spit it out. But sometimes you swallow it. And that's what happened to this guy. Canadian politician gets buzzed after swallowing a rogue bee at a news conference. Uh, He got a surprise hive five (laughs) after a bee (laughs) flew into his mouth. On Friday, uh, let's watch this and let's just enjoy this moment together. 
uh, government per se. <laughs> Holy Christ. I just swallowed a bee. Holy Christ. I knew that little bugger. I'm good. He's down here buzzing around right now. He has a lot of he has a lot of real estate. Now, if that was in the clip, okay, this is gonna be replayed over and over again. Holy Christ, he's he's wedged to my throat. Sorry, guys. Little bugger got away in there. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm okay. He's buzzing in there. Man, he went right down the hatch. Okay, guys. <laughs> this is a classic. Okay. This is holy Christ. Sorry. Oh, this is a good one. I'm gonna be howling tonight watching this tape. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, guys, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, I can't even remember what we're talking about. I'll be rushing to the hospital to get this V out of here. I love this. This is so Canadian. I mean, how many times did he apologize for sw- for, for accidentally swallowing a V? You know, Canadians are always saying so- sorry. They don't say sorry. They say sorry. Sorry, you guys. Sorry. Um, but I love how... He tries to compose it, and it's not working. He feels it in his stomach. He said it's buzzing yeah, around. That's the part that gets me. Is uh, I mean, it's one thing if the bug flies in and you can kind of you know spit it out or whatever. But I mean, this thing went down the gullet. I mean, he is <laughs> yeah. he is <laughs> he's on his way down. I props to him for trying to continue. You know, yeah. public speaking is a very hard thing without having a bee in your stomach. Yeah. And uh, he hung in there for longer than I probably would have. I would have said, ho, 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 ho. I need something to chase it with. I need something to chew, to eat, and physically push it on down, get it in the acid. You know what I mean? Because if mm-hmm. it's stuck right here, I mean, imagine if that thing is stinging him too. It must. There's no way it was stinging him because you couldn't. There's no way that you could compose yourself while being stung. Stung from the inside of a honeybee. I uh, wonder what kind of bee it was. It didn't really say. I didn't even see the bee. No, that's the thing. I was watching the video to see if you could actually see anything and just hear the first couple seconds here. I, uh, I couldn't see anything. Per se, the... <laughs> oh. All right, I did see the bug. Uh, right here. The... <laughs> he started coughing before the bug got to his mouth, though. Yeah, well, it must have... It sounds like, because when you get something stuck, you know, deep in your throat, it's a, it's a different kind of noise than you make if you're just trying to uh, clear it. <clears throat> <laughs> I love it. And you know who this guy is? You, somebody was trying to tell me, but I don't remember. He, somebody in the Canadian government, right? So this is a on, Ontario Premier Doug Ford. He's the brother of former Toronto mayor, Rob Ford. Oh, Rob was the one with all the uh, drug oh, hijinks. Yeah, he was He was a character. I mean, he was the one getting in trouble all the time, uh, doing crack, uh, doing <laughs> coke in a hotel room, and, and just getting messed up. Oh, man. I, I mean, I feel bad for him, but that's funny. It's always funny when, like, especially, like, it's a politician and they're trying to be serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just something like a tiny little bee. Well, at least he up. kind of had, he rolled with it and kind of had fun with it. That was okay. Yeah. Props for his improv skills. Yeah. He did all right. Not too shabby. Um, so here's another mm-hmm. one I saw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I love this kind of stuff because 
I remember my childhood and when I got off the school bus, it didn't take you right to your house. We had to walk through our neighborhood to get back home, mm-hmm. you know, and as a kid, you know, the, what's the, the quickest uh, point from A to B is a straight line. And you don't want to walk all the way to your neighbor. So I knew how to cut through yards and stuff. And it made me think of my, my younger years and how I would think of my, how I would think of this as a kid, as opposed to how I think of it now, you know what I'm okay. saying? Cause uh, people kept cutting across this guy's lawn so much that he hatched a master plan. Mm-hmm. Thomas Lyons, well, he he achieved the American dream. He got his own large home with a surrounding property for his family to enjoy. And uh, these kids, it must have been right at a bus stop or close by. People kept cutting through his yard, and he was done with it. So what he did was, you know, he didn't build a fence. I guess you could have built a fence, but that would that's expensive. Sure. It would have taken a long time to get the stuff out there. It's his house. It's his yard. And it wasn't just one or two kids. It was like a lot of kids mm-hmm. and other people. And he goes, well, I need to water my lawn so I get a sprinkler and I can hook it up to an alarm and I can hook it up to a motion sensor. And he did all mm-hmm. that. And there, and now he's going viral on TikTok. There's three different videos I think we should watch. They're not too long. Okay. Let's Here's first one. Before the sprinkler. Yeah, this is before he put the sprinkler up. All these kids uh, riding a bike through the yard, walking through the yard. And m- after. And then here we go after the sprinkler. And there's the sprinkler. Nice. Oh, yeah. Things got range. Okay. Okay. So they were like, I don't know. That says like they were like, how many people did it say? That's like 80, not 80 people. Yeah, what's the next video? So, so then he... He upgraded it a little bit, right? Well, he put an alarm on it, right? Okay. Let's see this. Here we go. With original alarm audio. (laughs) (laughs) So his house is probably in a corner. And there's sidewalks on either side. And they're just too lazy to walk around it. More coming soon. Yeah, that's one the last one here. That's pretty good. And then we had uh, there was one more here. Hold yeah. on. But I remember, if I was a kid, I probably would have hated this dude and thought like it's an old man get off my lawn. Let's see. Okay, so here we go. When people won't stop cutting across your lawn, set up an automatic sprinkler. Right. So I'm trying to look on here where I saw this. It said there was uh, uh, like how many people? It was a lot of people, not just walking, but bicycles, strollers, motorcycles, you know, and he just he just bought this big house with his family. And it look, I now that I live with my mom and I'm 50 years old and I'm taking care of the pool a little bit, and I'm trying to make sure the lawn is taken care of and all this stuff. Yeah, I get it. If it mm-hmm. was just one or two people doing it every other day, maybe I let that go. 
But if it's every day, you know, 30 people, 40 people coming around your yard, yeah, I guess what you get. Well, I mean, this just goes to show we're older now. I mean, as a kid, you don't think there's any harm in it. You're walking through grass. It's just grass. It's just a yard. It doesn't mean anything. Of course, now we're looking at like, okay, well, if they're going to ruin my yard, if they're going to hurt my grass, kill my grass, if they're going to... yeah. I mean, I have tire tracks on my grass, whatever. I'm, I'm going to be mad. Or if you have a dog or something like that, and the dog is going to go wild every time they cross through the yard. There's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons why you don't want the kids going through the yard. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a lot of time and effort to keeping a lawn looking nice. Like yeah. I, uh, we use this company. Um, they, they come by with you know, there's seeding that has to be done. There's different kinds of grass that you don't want growing. There's weeds on I mean, all this stuff. And then here, kids every day and it's just water so you know no harm no foul but it makes for a great tiktok viral video i remember when i was a kid do you remember jonathan airwood yes Mm -hmm. yes so he lived in my neighborhood and Mm -hmm. um he said he had a neighbor like you know how like one a kid will say something another kid repeats it and it turns into this crazy story he said this guy was so meticulous about his lawn that he knew he had like um an underground laser system or something that knew exactly any time was in his was any time someone was in his yard and it would secretly call the police. It was all bull BS. Oh right, okay, I got it, I got it. Okay. But it probably started with you know this guy one time told a kid to get off his lawn and made something up and then all this you know. But I, I just remember as a kid thinking, um, well, who cares? It's just grass. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what he did was genius because back then, back in our neighborhoods, you know, growing up, you start a rumor with one kid and let that kid just go run throughout the rest of the neighborhood. Pretty soon, the entire neighborhood knows it. Yeah, so you start that rumor that yeah, if you go on this guy's yard, you're going to get arrested. <laughs> There's going to be like attack dogs coming out on you or something like that, and kids will not touch that yard. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Um, yeah, and you know you need you have to water your grass. I bet you at some point, like these kids, I bet it'll turn. I bet it'll turn because now they know they'll be on TikTok, and it's a hot summer day. Maybe they want to get splashed. Maybe they go home and put on their swimsuits and comes back with a slip and slide. You know, now you're screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is kind of. I mean, he is setting himself up a little bit to get some retaliation from the kids. Yeah. Or them kind of turn the tables on him a little bit. But I just want to go on record and say 50-year-old John Reap is on that guy's side. <laughs> 13-year-old John Reap would have said, screw that guy. I'm taking my Frisbee and going home. You know, I'm going to read some of these comments up here. Set up, set up some claymores. What is that? What is a claymore? Mines? Are those, are those landmines? Are you trying to blow up kids, Justin Henze? Take it easy, man. How would Reap's dad handle? Yes, my dad would have handled it if he knew how to do all that stuff. Set up the motion sensor, the alarm, the sprinkler, and it wasn't too much. He would have done that 100%. Mm-hmm. That's a good dad solution, too. You know, well, I've got a whole bunch of stuff in my house automated and motion sensors and all that. So, but. <laughs> Yeah, trying to hook it up to a water sprink like like a water a one way water hose sprinkler thing. Yeah, it looked like maybe it's the camera 
angle or something, but it looked like it was more than one sprinkler and like it was following them because there was one that was closer to a tree on the right side of the lawn. Then there was another one that was closer to a driveway on the left side of the lawn. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see, I can't wait to see where this goes uh, with this guy and these kids. Um, all right. I'm going to do a subject change on your ass. The Alan Jackson couple okay. things. Last mm-hmm. time you and I talked, I was asking you, have you seen uh, on Netflix the Woodstock documentary about 99 Woodstock train wreck? I have not seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But yes, I'm still planning to watch it. Yes. All right. Well, that's a must. I need you to get on yeah. that so I can get your opinion and talk about it. Sorry, I cannot comment <laughs> back on that, but um, I'm very excited to watch it. Yeah. Uh, there's another good – if you like docu-series, and I, I love docu-series. I mean, I could – if there's – I would watch that if there's enough of them that were good. That's all I would watch. Uh, but there's a, there's a good one out right now, and it's called I, Sh- I Just Shot My Dad. <laughs> it's horrible. But okay. it's about this kid who shoots his dad, shoots and kills his dad, and it calls the – the ambulance, whatever cops and says, Hey, I just shot my dad, you know, come get me. I don't know what we're, we're going to do now. And, and it, it goes to the journey of why he did it. And you find out that I don't want to ruin anything. You find out a lot of stuff like a good docuseries does. And at sure. the end of it, you're totally get it. And, it's just a good crazy. St- I I don't know how much I can say without ruining it. That's that's the hard part about talking about something that n- other people haven't seen yet. You know, I I have a little bit of an idea, and a couple comments are coming in. Okay, I, I think I get where it's going. I, I still will want to watch it. I mean, he wasn't physically abused. Okay, and he admitted to it. Like I've mean, never hit me, but the threat of it. And the brainwashing, and and the, and he is homeschooled, which means he kept him kind of dumb. He didn't mm-hmm. let him get a real education. Uh, a lot goes on. Sonia Collins said, "I just watched that. That dad was insane. Yes, he was. Jamie, it's a good good docu series. Uh, also, Woodstock '99, train wreck, very good. Um, yeah, that one looks look, looks really good. I'm excited for tomorrow's country ish." Mm-hmm. Because we're, you know, we have a segment called Small Town News, mm-hmm. and sometimes I call up John Boy and Billy Radio Show. I'll call up another radio show and I give it to him. Oh, Justin, it's called I Just Shot My Dad. That's the name of the docu series. Yeah, I'm yeah. just reading. John wasn't making a declaration; he was just stating yeah, yeah. the name of the show. Right? Yeah, I have not, or will I ever shoot my dad? Although my dad has shot other things. Beds and humans included and dogs, but that's not, there's not a documentary about that. What I'm talking about is on Netflix called, I just shot my dad. It's a three to four parter. It's really good. Um, but Netflix, Jeremy, you, we get it in Hickory you can get it in anywhere. It's the internet, wherever there's the internet, there's Netflix, Jeremy. Good luck. Um, I've heard the bed shooting story. Yes. I just shot my dad question mark. Yes, Jeremy, you're getting there. You got it, buddy. So check that out. All right. Um, So tomorrow's small town news story. I'm excited about because it's about 
and I'm learning the, I'm learning more as I read into it and I'm start researching it. Uh, uh, there was a dare. Some guy pushed a peanut all the way up a mountain with his nose. And you're like, what? Why? Well, why? That's the question I have. There's a whole thing about it. It started like the first time. We'll talk more about this tomorrow. I'm just okay. teasing it. But it started as a dare between two dudes back in 1929. A guy lost a bet. Not a dare, but a bet. Mm. Mm-hmm. He said, if this certain president wins, then I will do this. And if this certain president wins, you – and they just make it up crazy stuff. And the one guy wanted to prove that he was a man of his word so much that he actually pushed a peanut across the county and up a mountain. Then it became a deal, right? It's like, can you believe this happened? And they took it – they kept the peanut and put it in a, a thing and have it in the visitor center or whatever. <laughs> And then another wow. dude goes like, he sees that it's a record. It's like a thing. Like, it's like, oh, this guy's broke a record. And now he's, you know, part of the Ripley's Believe It or Not or something. He's like, oh, I could do that. And then he does it in a quicker time in the 60s. And then just recently, another guy did it and beat those guys a record. So it's a dumb thing that turned into a dumber thing. Dumber thing. Yeah. That still exists. Yeah. Was it at least them pushing the peanut like a Baker's Mountain? Because I mean that wouldn't be that bad. The right. little mountain we have here in town, yeah, it's really <laughs> yeah. like a bigger hill, but they yeah. call it a mountain. That I mean, yeah, that'd still take a lot of time, but it's not that bad. Baker's Mountain in Hickory, North Carolina, <clears throat> is probably three feet over the line of what is considered a mountain. Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever the bare minimum is. To be a mountain. They built up Baker's Mountain just <laughs> over that threshold. Right. They had to bring in dirt just so they could yeah. say, oh, no, it's a mountain. Because otherwise it'd be Baker's Hill. Baker's Hill. Or which Baker's pretty, that sounds pretty cool. Sounds like a Civil War ba- battle. <laughs> um, so anyway, get, get ready for that story tomorrow. It's going to okay. be fun. Sure. Excited. There's some Excited. cheating that happens. Mm-hmm. There's some corners that are cut. Hmm. And um, I have my theories too. I'm like, I, I wouldn't have chose. Let me ask you this, the Alan Jackson. Mm-hmm. What is the best nut for you to push around with your nose? If I oh, told okay. you that you had to push a nut across the room, but with using your nose, what nut are you going with right out the gate? I think I'm going to go cashew. Okay. Because cashews have that kind of sh- shape where you could probably uh-huh. get it in the groove of your nose and have a little easier time pushing it. <laughs> yeah. You right. could kind of pick it up and even just flick right. it and it yeah. could get airborne. But like peanuts and all that, you've got to t- totally just have to roll it. Like, Yeah. It's, it's the worst thing to try and roll because sometimes it's not symmetrical. One side is bigger than the other and it kind of goes sideways. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So I'm with you. I'm either going cashew for the flicking purposes only yes. or of more round circular nut, like a hazelnut, just a round, it's just perfectly round and you can push it. Is a coconut an actual nut or is it something else? Coconut. I never understood that. I guess it's a legume. It's in the legume family. So this contest doesn't apply to legumes. 
We're just dealing with actual nuts. Uh, that's a good question. That is a very good question. Worst nut might be a pecan. Now, now, if yeah. we're going, what's your favorite nut to eat? It's probably pecan. Do you like pecans? I love them. Yeah. Almonds are easy, but they're everywhere. Peanuts, overrated. Um, I love Brazilian nuts and pecans um, and hazelnuts. Yeah. What say you? You and I are so different on nuts, man. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you you feel like like if you and I started a uh, a company called Almond Joy or Mounds, we would we would we would get a lot, have a lot of arguments. I'd imagine there'd be a lot of fights going on. <laughs> well, what, yeah, because all the nuts you just named are like my least favorite nuts. Really? Yeah. Um, well, Colby Traber Trauber, he's like macadamia nut. I didn't think of that. That's a very round nut as well. And I do love macadamia nuts, but they're so expensive. Now, what's your favorite nut then? Are you gonna you gonna tell me it's uh? I still like the cashew. I love cashews. I love peanuts. I love cashews. I like um. I mean, walnuts are okay. I can do walnuts, but I don't like uh, whatever kind you were talking about. Least favorite for me is the cashew because it, ha- it it's not it doesn't crunch enough. It's oh, almost it's nice and soft. It's like too it soft. I like a crunch when it comes to nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, but we're gonna we're gonna save that story for tomorrow. Um, push Reno around. He's a nut. Oh, that's a good one, Kenny. I, he's a big yeah. nut. I, I would. I, I, my nose is not big enough for for him. I'd have to be Pinocchio and just lie a bunch. Yeah, who would be the best person if you had to choose a famous person like Pinocchio or a human being? I mean, the bigger the nose, the easier the role, right? You would imagine someone like a Howard Stern or. Barbara Streisand would would do well at this game. I was going to go with Howard Stern. Yeah, that would be my choice. Owen Wilson. He's got that little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gonzo from the Muppets would be excellent. See, with the hook, he could just he could kind of just hook and drag the nut up the mountain. <laughs> That's right. Cyrano de Bergerac. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Steve Martin from the Roxanne movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All all good choices. Uh, but we're going to get that tomorrow, like I said. I appreciate everyone watching. My my apologies to everyone on Reno Collier's fan page and John Heffern's fan page. That we just hijacked and yeah, just been talking about nuts and. But I do want credit for showing up today and doing this. Jeff Ross would be a good one. Yes. Oh, an elephant would be the best. Yeah. Yeah. That would probably be cheating, though. Yeah. Get him, John, says Jacob. Yeah, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And go to heffernandreap.com. You know, we took the time to build an amazing website that has tour dates. It's got merchandise, um, information about how to support the show, that kind of good stuff. Um, and help us out. Keep keep the lights on over here at the studio. Alan, I'm going to wrap this sucker up, unless there's anything I should throw out right now that I have forgot to mention. We talked about Capri Suns swallowing bees and squirting people through our yards. And we talked about nuts. Yeah. Just a reminder about your guys uh, show this weekend. Yeah. Come see us in Bristol, Tennessee at the Paramount Theater. Me and Reno. It's going to be a great show. We're going to do our thing and shake your hands at the end and high five you. 
and all that good stuff. Um, you know, it's been a sad day as well. You know, I, I was kind of rattled before this show because I've been getting texts from my fiance that her daughter was in a car wreck. Um, so if you follow me on Facebook and, and or, or her and you know what's going on, she's fine. Laney, she's fine. But it's a scary moment when you get a text saying something like, I'm going to urgent care because my daughter got in a car wreck. So okay. but that happened. <clears throat> she's alive. Thank God. But also a lot of people died today. And Hesh, did you hear about this? Yeah, that whole story's, I mean, sad on a lot of fronts, but uh, kind of crazy. So we don't know if she was on. Well, we do now. I looked it up okay. a little bit. I, I didn't, I wasn't going to talk about this at all because it is sad. But now we've, okay. you know, we've killed about, I don't know, 50 minutes. I feel like I could just talk about anything and then we'll wrap it up and move on. But Anne Hesh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> she's had her mental problems for a long time. Mm-hmm. well documented and she wrote a book about it and has come on other people's shows and talked about it. Um, so she's had her demons and her bouts with depression and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And yes, she's done drugs and, but they found cocaine and fentanyl in her mm. system. And so she must've had a weird reaction and just couldn't control her car and then crashed into her house. No, somebody else's <clears> house, somebody right? else's house. Yeah. And the car caught on fire. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, in LA, they have uh, choppers everywhere recording everything. And they were recording her going live, by the way. And they didn't know who it was yet because it just happened. And there's a video of this that I just watched before we went live. And I wasn't going to talk about it, but you can look it up. I don't know if you want to try and do it now. It's no big deal, but maybe y'all could do this later. There's a video out there uh, that was live. That was they were shooting it live from a helicopter, and they showed the the paramedics bringing out a body in a body bag on a stretcher, mm. and because they didn't know it was a guy or a girl, <clears throat> they were just saying he, him. I hope he's okay. The driver. You know, they're dropping pronouns, which they're not supposed to do. And that's Los Angeles. Surprised they got away with that. I'm surprised that's not the story. But as they were coming uh, around this uh, ambulance on the stretcher, all of a sudden the body bag opens and she sits up and she's doing like this. And then they push her out of frame. It's the craziest thing. The guy on the news is like, oh, my God, what just happened? Oh, he's alive. I hope that guy's okay. And it was Anne Hesh. And then they put her in a coma. I think I've got it. You want to try and look at it? You want me to show it? I mean, we've talked about it. If you've got it, we can try it. Jamie Lewis said that freaked me out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I I totally see what you're going for here. I got it. Um, Let me bring it up. Yeah, let's watch it. I mean, if you haven't seen it, we'll react to it. It's insane. And I like Anne Hesh. I feel bad for her. But th- I, this is oh. not the way to die. The, do not want to go like this. Car going into a house uh, taking place there out in Mar Vista. House of Preston and uh, car slam. 
as we can see the uh, the helicopter video there of the car in the house. You can see fire. So there's the car that ran into the house, right? Yeah. Uh, taking that car out from the, you can the see, house. It was inflamed. It's burning yeah. to a crisp. Said the driver went into that house and sparked a fire. Firefighters were on the scene wow. just before 11 a.m. on the west coast. A car, a Mini Cooper, you can see there, went through the house causing a massive a Mini Cooper. fire. Uh, within an hour, the, the firefighters, L.A., FD so at some point, the car out. they you put her on a stretcher. Yeah, it's coming up here in a second. I saw it. Looking in the car to find possible survivors. Uh, the driver was rescued, as you'll see in this next little clip we're going to transition to real quick. They uh, they were taken to the hospital. Here we go. You can see Watch there, this. Uh, in a hurry to get out of that car that crashed into that home. Uh, they were worried about the structural damage of that home as it was built in the 1950s. And you can see the house give way a little bit there um, in the house. So they were concerned about that and also concerned about the person, the driver, who was identified as Ann Haish. You probably know the name from TV. Oh, they're going to zoom movies. back in. Uh, from Six Days, Seven Nights, Donnie Brasco, Wag the Dog, Volcano, a bunch of movies. Oh, my gosh. There is a dramatic right there, look. there just before being put. And in she was in the bag. Broke out of it. I guess they mm. thought she was dead. Down a little bit for you as a. And then she sets up. Can you imagine that moment? Or is that just a blanket that's wrapped up? She might have just been wrapped up because, I mean, she was in a fire, you know, so she was. And the fire, like. Okay. Yeah. Now, okay. If it's a body bag and she unzipped it, that's insane. But if it's just blankets and they're trying to keep her. You know, it looks like blankets. Because, look, you can see her legs sticking out the bottom. But the details right now are. That driver so I think it's just a blanket just to try to keep TMZ her. Is Anne Hesh, the actress, protected. What is more scary, being Anne Hesh and waking up like that house, in that moment and trying uh, to get out of a body bag or a blanket, or being a paramedic who thinks you have a dead body on a gurney and then it jumps up at you? Hmm. Which is which is worse? I'm going to say Anne Hesh is probably worse because she died. That's yeah. Horrible though, but that was, what a weird, that was creepy scary. moment to have captured live. And that video that I saw was a different one, but yeah, you saw, you know, it was it was commentated by a different person, but yeah, mm-hmm. still crazy, crazy, crazy. Thoughts and prayers there. And then there's a lady who died for, that was on a sitcom that died. There was this comedian that died today, and I'm all their names are escaping me, but not a good day. So I'm let's just wrap this show up. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad, Laney, you're. Yeah. Soon to be stepdaughters is fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's what goes through your head when you hear crash happened, but all yeah. is well. Boy. Well, good way to end on a good note there, John. That's all positive. Yeah. Good. See what happens, Reno and Heffern, when you don't show up, I get serious sometimes. Um, right. Hug your mom, hug your kids, say your prayers, brush your teeth. Stretch more, drink water, and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share Heffern and Reap. And, uh, you know, for Reno, who tried, Heffern, did he ever reach out to you? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't get anything either. Let me double check. Because he mentioned earlier. Oh, I got two messages from someone else. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. 
I'll see you right here on this channel, my my page, John Reap uh, Facebook page for all new country ish. But till next time, uh, we'll see you later. Uh, why don't we have Rick Sanford the third take us out? Go ahead, Rick. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reap. The show is over, but come back next week, same Reap time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, A's church and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They have run and reap, have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what...